Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California. Well, from chat GPT to artificial intelligence showing up in everything from news writing to youth sports apps, AI is suddenly ubiquitous and it seems here to stay. Will it really replace human thought and effort or is it just another tool to make our lives more efficient? How will we be able to tell when something was written by a computer, not by a sentient human being? Should we fear the spread of artificial intelligence or embrace it? How do you know that I wrote these words and not a chat bot? Well, for more, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Wael Abdelmajid, a research associate professor at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering, where he is an expert on deep fakes, among other things, in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering and the Information Science Institute. Thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure, and thanks for having me. All right, so first of all, AI has been around a long time. Why are we suddenly seeing this proliferation of its use where, where it's really penetrating our consciousness, or are we just becoming more aware of it all of a sudden? No, I think the main reason why we're becoming so aware of it and so uh, uh, apparent these days is what's called gener generative AI, where uh, ChatGPT and GPT-4 and Stable Diffusion and all of these models like DALI-2 from OpenAI uh, are becoming sort of mainstream where people can just enter some text and, and generate media or images or text from them. That's why uh, these models, AI models, have become uh, more uh, mainstream uh, the last few months or a year. You know, sometimes we're fooled into thinking that we're dealing with a human when we're not. This happens a lot in customer service. I've had online chat exchanges on company websites where it suddenly dawns on me, I'm conversing with a computer, not a person. Should there be more transparency in when and how AI is being used? Oh, absolutely. I think any company that uses uh, chat bots or, or any sort of AI for customer service or interacting with a real human being should be transparent about the systems they are used, the limitations of the systems they are used. It should be part of a consent form or some kind of agreement with the end user to make sure that the end user is aware of uh, of what he or she or are dealing with. Um, but again, uh, I don't anticipate companies to do ju that just willingly. I think it's too convenient for uh, for companies to do that, and it has to be part of a larger regulation effort by the government. Yeah, clearly that's not in place now. Uh, well, what are some of your biggest concerns about this spread of artificial intelligence? Uh, I think I have. I, I wouldn't say I have concern about the spread of artificial intelligence in general. There are some really good uses of artificial intelligence, for example, self-driving cars, and and we have seen a lot of improvement and progress in self-driving cars in the last many years. But I, I can tell you about my own, my concerns in terms of generative AI, such as ChatGPT and Stable Diffusion and DALI 2. Mm -hmm. The main issue is that these systems are trained on massive amounts of, of data randomly collected from the internet everywhere. And my main concern is that this data, or my number one concern is that this data is um, essentially just echoing or mirroring uh, human biases. And therefore, if we just take 
massive amounts of data from the internet to train these models. We're essentially just mirroring all of these biases. So any um, um, misogyny or Islamophobia or uh, um, or um, uh, any bias against blacks or women will be echoed on uh, in these systems. And then the other big main concern, at least from my perspective, is that these systems can easily um, spread misinformation. I, I think we all have seen deep fakes and um, and deep fakes now spread really quickly on social networks. Uh, one of the main issues, we actually had a meeting this morning, a research meeting, and we were talking about how uh, confidently these systems make false claims when they, when they don't know the right answer. You can ask ChatGPT about something, and if ChatGPT doesn't know, it will just tell you, to give you a very well-articulated uh, wrong answer. And then, of course, there is there are other issues like intellectual property. These uh, these systems are trained on, on articles written by uh, well-known well authors or painters or artists. And now anybody can produce art using these systems, uh, essentially technically stealing what other, what other people have been doing for years. So these are the, I, I think from my perspective, these are the three main Concerns bias, bias, exacerbating bias in society, misinformation, and intellectual property. Right. So, what do we do about those things? I would imagine this technology is improving, and soon it'll get to the point that we might not be able to tell uh, when when it's coming from there. Correct. And and unfortunately, there is not much uh, that can be done to stop the spread of uh, how these systems are being uh, built. And companies will will want to continue building these systems, Academ academics like myself and my colleagues will continue, uh, would like to continue doing research. So I think there has to be a big role for the federal government in terms of regulation. And I, s I specifically want to mention two things in, in terms of regulation. Let me take deep fakes, for example. Deep fakes now are becoming extremely easy to create, very cheap to create. But I keep saying that one deep fake in somebody's base, basement doesn't really mean anything. It actually starts hurting people when it propagates and spreads on social networks. So big part of regulation is uh, massive changes to Section 230, where I think the government needs to hold social networks accountable for any form of, so, of misinformation or disinformation or deep fake that spreads on a social network. Social networks like right now are sort of hiding behind Section 230 and saying we're just a newsstand and we're not responsible for the content that propagates, and that's not true. I think I think big part of regulation is making sure that social companies are held accountable to what uh, propagates on their on their networks. The other big, uh, I think, big piece of regulation that must come from the government is what I will call watermarking for a lack of a better term right mm. now. So if if a company like OpenAI wants to produce uh, a system like DALI2 where, where people can just produce images, gen AI-generated images, these images must be watermarked in a way which, in a way that if somebody wants to remove, to hide that watermark, they will essentially destroy the image. Mm. Uh, if we have a watermark embedded in these images, we at least know what's real and what's fake. Fascinating stuff. There's so much more I'd like to ask you, but I'm afraid we're out of time. I appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure, and thanks for having me.
USC Professor Well Abdelmajid with the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. Really interesting. We'll see what direction this all goes in the months and years ahead. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. I promise it's always real. I'm not a robot. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.